Say, Chief. Say, Chief. What is it, Pomeroy? John Hamilton, one of your graduates, has just got a job as chief announcer on one of the big networks, and he's here to thank you in person. Well, John, my boy, so you're a chief announcer. Yes, Mr. Conway, I'm very uh, happy about the whole thing. Oh, brother. Hollywood, California, the makers of old gold cigarettes present the Comedy Theater. The only radio program that brings you every week the greatest stars in the greatest comedies. Tonight's play, the 20th Century Fox success, The Magnificent Dope, starring William Gargan, Janet Blair, and Tom Drake. And here is the director of the old gold Comedy Theater, Mr. Harold Lloyd. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight's presentation, The Magnificent Dope, was originally a play by Joseph Schrank. Later, 20th Century Fox made it into a movie. The Magnificent Dope, like Gaul, is divided into three parts, namely Rockingham Conway, <laughs> born a phony, played by William Gargan. I operate a success school, Harold, the Conway School of Success. I instill confidence, leadership, and authority in my pupils. <laughs> and Conway's girl is Claire Harris, played by Columbia's young star, Janet Blair, who co-stars with Rita Hayworth and Lee Bowman in the Technicolor musical, Tonight and Every Night. That's right, Harold. I'm Conway's girl Friday, and I think he's pretty terrific. <laughs> and the uh, third character is Tad Page, played by Tom Drake, metro Golden mayors rising young star, currently appearing in This Man's Navy. That's right, Harold. I played Tad Page, that magnificent dope. And I guess I am a dope because in this play I consider fishing nicer than Janet Blair. <laughs> <laughs> well, on with the show. Our story opens in the offices of a New York skyscraper, a building that is populated with doctors, lawyers, insurance agents, jewelers, and so forth. Side by side with these everyday business concerns are the offices of the Conway School of Success. At this very moment, Conway is seated behind his desk with Claire at his side. The great man is on the phone trying to stave off one of his many creditors. Now, all I'm asking, Mr. Collins, is a 90-day extension on my note. Yes, I know I'm behind in my payments, but I've been going through a period of expansion. As my great-uncle Daniel Webster Conway said, an expanding business is never a failing one. You mean a failing business is never an expanding one. Shut up, Claire. Oh, no, no, not you, Mr. Collins. Don't worry, Mr. Collins. You'll get your money. Have confidence in Conway. I'll call you in the morning, right? Goodbye. Creditors, the bane of big business. Oh, stop it, Rocky. We're all alone now. Say, how many students have we actually got enrolled? Well, uh, six in Boston, four in Philadelphia, and 12 in New York. Hmm, that's 22. Well, it's enough for a football game. Shall we choose sides? <laughs> stop joking, Claire. Believe me, honey, I'll come through with an idea that'll save us. Uh, can I come in, Chief? Come in, Pomeroy. We leave it to Pomeroy, Claire. Pomeroy, what do you think of me? You are great. Yes. Arresting. Thank you. Magnetic. How nice. Good for you, Pomeroy. Said like a real parrot. Oh, Claire. I wonder who that is. Oh. A Western Union boy. 
some boy wearing a campaign ribbon from the Battle of Gettysburg. Uh, telegram, Mr. Conroy. Thank you. Uh, collect 48 cents. Here's a half a dollar. Keep the change. <laughs> oh, now my wife can have another baby. <laughs> what is it, Rocky? We lost a student in Boston. Oh, golly, that brings it down to five. Oh, I tell you, Rocky, we can't go on this way. You'll never get anywhere just talking to people. Oh, no, just watch this. Uh, just a minute, old man. I, I want to speak to you. Uh, you want to see me? Yes, you. Claire, I'll show you what words can do. My friend, as I saw you come through that door just now, I said to myself, I wonder if that old man would like to be a success. Would you, Dad? Well, you see, I am... Well, what's to prevent you? Nothing, nothing in the world. Hmm? Nothing except yourself. We've 10,000 like you, frightened, frustrated, defeated, lost in the whirlpool of failure. Um, you know, I... Uh, but you see, You're I in a rut, man, but have no fear. In eight weeks, I can make you a self-confident, forceful, dynamic leader of men. Yeah, but look, I was trying to tell you that... All right, all gonna... right, speak your piece. What is it you're trying to tell me? I'm trying to tell you that I took your course last year. <laughs> I thought he looked familiar, Chief. Now, there is a man who has leadership written all over him. Well, goodbye. Don't be discouraged. Last year, I gave you self-confidence. That will carry you a long way. Yeah, last year, I gave you 80 bucks. That would have carried me a long way, too. <laughs> oh, it's people like that who make my days so trying. Yes, people like that that make your days so trying. The lazy, shiftless type. No incentive. Yes, but those are the people we've got to sell. <sighs> Listen, Rocky... Hey, this gives me a great idea. What is it? You know who your next customer ought to be? Who? The biggest failure in the United States. The biggest failure? Who can that be? Well, I, I don't know who he is yet, but we'll find him. We'll run a nationwide contest. Think of the free publicity. Something new, something different. A contest to find the greatest failure in America. Could be. Has possibilities. Yes, has possibilities. Now, after we find our failure, we'll put him through the course, follow him every step of the way, of course, uh, photographs, interviews, magazine articles, and when he comes out on the other end of the line of success, everybody will know about the Conway School of Success. Yes, and what's more, they'll say, if Conway can do it for him, he can do it for me. Right, Chief, exactly. Claire, the more I think of it, the more I like my idea. <laughs> There's only one thing wrong, the word failure. It's bad psychology. Yes, yes, bad psychology, very bad. I think the phrase uh, ideal subject would be better. The Conway Ideal Subject Contest. How does that sound? Sensational, Chief. Yes. Colossal. Thank you. Gigantic. How nice. It'll be in the newspapers, <laughs> on the billboards, over the radio. I can hear it now from coast to coast. Conway is on the air. Conway. Ah, yes, I have got good news tonight. Ladies and gentlemen of the radio audience, are you a failure? Has life passed you by? The Conway Ideal Subject Contest is open to every man and woman in America. Just listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. The first prize is $500 in cash, a trip to New York with all expenses paid. A free course of study in the Conway School of Success. And all you have to do, ladies and gentlemen, is to tell us in not 50 words or more a little bit about yourself. <laughs> How old are you? Where do you live and what sort of work you do and what your ambitions are? Simple, isn't it? Anyone can do it. And as a matter of fact, I'm entering the contest myself. Uh, 
Gentlemen, I wish to enter your contest. Now about what I do for a living. I've got a few rowboats that people go fishing in, so I guess you could call me a boat renter outer. Since there's fishing only in the summer, I don't do much during the winter except sit around and wait for summer. Sincerely yours, Thaddeus Winship Page. Simply awful. I never saw the like of it. Here we've gone through thousands of letters and not one applicant worthy of the title Conway Ideal Subject. What do you think of that, Pomeroy? Just what you think, Chief. Not one applicant worthy of the title. What do you think, Claire? Say, here's something that looks like it has possibilities. Yeah? Midvale, New York. Just a minute, let me read this, Rocky. Mm-hmm. Mm, this is terrific. <laughs> I don't do much during the winter except sit around and wait for the summer. Hmm. <laughs> Sincerely yours, Thaddeus Winship Page. Mm. Hey, I think we've hit on something at last. Uh, may I see that picture, Chief? Here, here. Feast your eyes on this. Johnny Appleseed himself. Hmm. If I may use the jargon of the street, Chief, I would say that Mr. Page is a dope. A magnificent dope. <laughs> He's our man, all right. Pomeroy, send a wire to Midvale. Right, Chief. Claire, have the paper stand by. Right. Folks, I think we're all agreed. Mr. Thaddeus Winship Page is the winner of the Conway Ideal Subject Contest. So Thaddeus Winship Page, the Midville Flash, has become the winner of the great contest. Just imagine winning a contest for being a failure. Oh well, life does have its little jokes. Nah, don't talk about jokes, Mr. Lloyd. Why, Bob Williams, don't tell me you're an enemy of the jolly quip. Well, no, of course not, Harold, but I never have any luck with my jokes. Every time I start to tell one, some wise guy breaks right in and gives the payoff line. Well, Bob, don't you think that's a perfect time for you to say, why be irritated? Light an old gold. <laughs> of course, Harold. And yes, you smokers, a fine cigarette surely pays off in lots of comfort and pleasure, especially today. Uh, but you don't get that comfort and pleasure if your cigarette is hot, harsh, and dry. And so... To help prevent cigarette dryness, Old Gold's great tobaccos are conditioned with a special moisture-protecting agent we call apple honey, made from the juice of fresh apples. Moreover, to give you a smoke of delicious extra flavor, Old Gold's unique blend of many choice tobaccos is enriched with rare imported Latakia tobacco. Naturally, a cigarette of such superb extra flavor plus extra protection against cigarette dryness, must be something special. And smokers, old gold is something special. Now just try a pack and see. And listen, as Harold Lloyd said, when you're stymied by a stoop, why be irritated? Light an old gold. And now back to Harold Lloyd and Act Two of tonight's Old Gold Comedy Theater presentation, The Magnificent Dope, starring Janet Blair, Tom Drake, and William Gargan. All right, Mr. Lloyd. Yes, Thaddeus Page, The Magnificent Dope, has shaken the dust of Midvale off his shoes and embarked for the big town. If Rocky Conway's plan works out, the country boy will turn out to be a city slicker in five easy lessons. Here he is now, receiving a royal welcome on his first trip to New York. 
right, Mr. Page. Everything's going to be all right, you bet. One more picture, Mr. Page. Now smile. Uh, how, how's this, mister? Mr. Page, I think you'd better frown. Now, just a few facts for the Sunday supplement, Mr. Page. All right, boys, break it up. Thank you very much. I have an important matter to discuss with Mr. Page. Goodbye. Thank you. Uh, oh, hello, Mr. Conway. Well, Miss Claire. Oh, well, Mr. Page, you did nobly. Sit down here and have a drink. What'll it be, scotch and soda? Oh, no, no, I never drink anything stronger than sarsaparilla. Hmm. What Ooh. do you use for a chaser? Please, Claire, Mr. Page is the conservative type. Pomeroy, bring him a sarsaparilla. The uh, sarsaparilla, the youth of today. Mr. Conway, I sure want to thank you for the $500 check. It'll come in mighty handy. We're raising money up home for a fire engine. Fella gets tired of carrying buckets. <laughs> this guy's out of the other world. <laughs> oh, we've been needing a fire engine for a long time. Well, it's awfully nice meeting you both. Thanks for the $500. And if you ever come up to Midvale, well, drop in. Goodbye. Goodbye? What do you mean, goodbye? Well, I've got to be getting home. Home? What about the course? Huh? Well, what course? What course? Uh, look, I, I think you're a little confused, Mr. Page. Now, now, just think. When you entered this contest, do you remember what the advertisement said? Uh-huh. It said write 50 words about yourself and win $500. And a free course of study in the Conway School. Let's not forget that, old boy. Oh, that. But, but gee, it didn't say I had to take the course, did it? You, you see, I just entered the contest to raise the money for the fire engine. Oh, that's fine, Mr. Page, about the fire engine. But you seem to forget what the course can do for you. Why, I can make you a leader of business, a captain of industry. Look what I did for the Whistler on the Grow and Watch program. <laughs> but, but, Mr. Conway, I've got a nice house and a lot of good pals up in Midvale. I've got a good car in Essex, late 1927. Mm -hmm. <laughs> got four good retreads. Well, I even got a B-card because I'm Scoutmaster. Mm. <laughs> Rocky, this man has lived. Mm. But, Mr. Page, surely you want more than that out of life. That's a lazy man's philosophy. Oh, I know it, I know it. I'm lazy. <laughs> but all I know is I wake up in the morning happy, and I go to bed at night happy. Why, well, I'm just happy. Well... So long. Hey, 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 but you can't leave yet, Mr. Page. Rocky, you can't let him go. Of course we can't let him go. The man's our guest. Page, what about this? As a sporting proposition. I'm tied up tonight. Uh, have to make a speech before the Better Business Bureau in Hoboken, Livewire Organization. Uh, um, why don't you and Miss Claire go out? Take in the bright lights. Do some dancing. You know, have a good time, kids, and don't worry. Money's no object. Charge it to the old expense account. I paid it myself, you know. Hey, hey, just a minute, Mr. Conway. Before we embark on this mad world, I'd like to speak to you. Certainly, Claire. Privately, if you don't mind, Mr. Page. Oh, I sure, sure, Miss Claire. I'll wait outside. Now, now, wait a minute. Now, Claire. you wait a minute. What's the idea of sending me out with our country cousin? Well, who else can I depend on? Claire... Do this one thing for me, and in three months, we'll be on our way to Havana and our honeymoon. Hmm. Oh, Rocky, do you, do you really mean it this time? Of course, honey. Oh, darling. Oh, you can't let me down. We've got to keep this guy in town. You've got to turn on the heat and make him fall for you. You can do it, baby. You've got to do it. Pitch a little woo-woo, huh? Well, well, that's a pretty big order, Rocky, but you know I'll do anything for you. Oh, thanks, baby. <laughs> Oh, so this is Central Park. Mm hmm Beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I guess we're pretty lucky to have a bench by ourselves. All the other benches seem to be crowded. <laughs> I, I wonder why there's so many sailors around here. 
<laughs> you are from Midvale, aren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, this place reminds me of the village square. You know, I'm in charge of the cannon. Mm, that sounds like quite a responsibility. Oh, it is, it is. You have to be elected to office. You know, the 4th of July is when I enjoy the job most. Oh, why is that? Get a chance to shoot the cannon. <laughs> you know, if I lived in New York, I think I'd come out here every day and just sit. Oh, Ted, I, I think you were just born lazy. Oh, no, no, I've got no respect for anybody who was born lazy. I had to develop it. <laughs> and it wasn't easy either. But, Ted, someday you might fall in love with a girl. You know, who wouldn't like a fellow with no ambition? After all, Ted, there'll, there'll come a time when you'll be in a romantic atmosphere with a full moon overhead and a beautiful girl by your side. And she may be terribly attracted to you. She may even put her arm around you like this and lean forward like this. <laughs> and snuggle up very close like this and she may even kiss you like this <laughs> yo why Ted Ted what's the matter well that's the first time I ever Never kissed a girl. Oh. <laughs> oh, Ted, you don't know the power that you have. You're dynamic. I, I am? Oh, yes. I, I knew at the time I met you that you were the strong, silent type. Oh. Uh, uh, please, Miss Harris, uh, don't you think you ought to let me off your lap? <laughs> Ted, Ted, haven't you met a girl that you really liked? Yeah, yeah, I have. What's her name? Uh, uh Evelina. Mm -hmm. In love with her? I, I think so. Oh, what's she look like? Well, she has red hair, about five feet four inches tall, and uh, she looks like Janet Blair in the movies. <laughs> Well, someday you must tell me more about Evelina. Oh, I, I will, I will. <laughs> but right now, I've got something to tell you. Oh? I, I've been meaning to tell you for the last few minutes. Oh, well, well, feel, feel free, Tad. Tell me, please. Well, I, I don't know whether I should. Oh, Tad, don't be afraid. Well, I just noticed something I never did before. Oh, what's that? Well... That sign on this bench we're sitting on says wet paint. <laughs> now, how am I going to tell her that I love her? Well, maybe, maybe I could say, uh... Claire, ever since I met you. No, no. No, I, I think less than 45, the dominant approach will, will work a little better. And I must remember to show all my teeth when I smile. Claire, there's no question about my love for you, and I'm sure there's no question about your love for me. No, that's not enough emphasis. I wonder if I should drop my voice or not. 
No, no, that's not for me. That's mostly for guys who are selling insurance. I'd better try lesson number seven and give her the subtle approach. Yeah. Is this Miss Harris's apartment? Yes, yeah, sir. As a day worker here, Miss Harris is on the phone. Come in and sit down. She'll be with you in a minute. Oh, darling, thanks for the orchids. They're beautiful. Oh, darling, I, I love you so much. We are going on our honeymoon, dear, and soon to Havana. That's wonderful. All right, darling, goodbye. Oh, hello, Ted. I, I didn't hear you come in. What are you doing here? Oh, oh, I just happened to be passing by, and I thought I'd drop in and say hello. Oh, well, that's nice, but was there something that you wanted to see me about? Hey, Ted, you look strange. Something wrong? A uh, wrong? Oh, no, no. No, everything's fine. Oh, swell. Well, then I'll see you later at the school. Uh, the school? Oh, yeah, yeah, the school. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see you later. Well, so long. Oh, Tad, you, you forgot your flowers. Oh, oh, that's all right, Miss Harris. I, I won't be needing them now. Isn't that great, Chief, how business is picking up? Why, the force of advertising publicity and my own dynamic personality is beginning to show results. Absolutely, Chief. Uh, Mr. Conway, may I see you a minute? Well, if it isn't my star student, Mr. Page, what can I do for you, my boy? Well, I've been kind of thinking it over, Mr. Conway. Yes? And I don't think I'm going to take the course after all. What? Just a minute, Mr. Page. What's got into you? Well, Mr. Conway, I've... I've lost my incentive. Hmm? I wanted to take the course because, well, because there's a girl I'm in love with. I know. Miss Claire told me. Evelina is her name, isn't it? Beautiful name. Mr. Conway, there isn't any Evelina. Miss Claire's Evelina. Only, only she doesn't know it. Miss Claire? Uh-oh. You, uh, you haven't told her, have you? No, no, but today I found out it's hopeless. I heard her say she was engaged to some other man. She's going to have a honeymoon in Havana. But uh, did she say uh, who the man is? No, no, but whoever it is, it's better that I step out. Oh, don't be foolish. Don't be foolish. I know this man. You do? Of course I do. <laughs> he lives in Hoboken. He's an old fellow. Suffers from gout. Has false teeth. Why, she rarely ever sees him. You mean... I mean you've got to work hard to prove to her that you're the better man. Give her lesson 19. The pearly smile, the pear-shaped tones, the hearty handshake, just ooze confidence. <laughs> Gee, Mr. Conway, I'm glad you told me that. I'm no quitter. You're right. Faint heart never won fair lady. That's the boy. Yes, fade heart near one fair lady. And speaking of fair ladies, here is our Mr. Bob Williams who has a word for the lovelier sex. Say, ladies, when you spent three weeks shopping for that new spring outfit and you think this time you've got something really exclusive and then you go to walk and you see five other women with the same suit, well, don't throw it into the nearest river. 
After all, why be irritated? Light an old gold. Yes, smokers, the comfort and pleasure of an old gold suits you fine. Especially when you get its swell extra flavor, plus its extra protection against cigarette dryness. You see, Old Gold's magnificent blend of grape tobaccos, including a touch of costly, fragrant Latakia tobacco, is conditioned with apple honey. This helps retain natural moisture, actually helps prevent cigarette dryness. So for a better, keener, tastier smoke, light an Old Gold. But please remember, while we're producing all the cigarettes possible without sacrifice to Old Gold's quality, our armed forces get first consideration. And we're doing our best to assure fair distribution of remaining old golds. So if you must be content with substitute brands today, be content to know that tomorrow, if you ask, your dealer may have old golds. And now back to Harold Lloyd and tonight's old gold comedy theater presentation, The Magnificent Dope. Starring Tom Drake, Janet Blair, and William Gargan. All right, Mr. Lloyd. Well, according to Thaddeus Winship Page, he is going to put up a fight for Claire, the girl he loves. Of course, Claire doesn't know anything about it. On the other hand, Tad doesn't know that the man Claire is engaged to is really Rocky Conway, and Rocky doesn't dare let Tad find that out. Now, it is the next day. Claire is giving a birthday party for Rocky. It's not a surprise party, but Rocky is due for a big surprise. Just a minute, darling. Coming. Hello, Claire, sweetheart. My, you look beautiful tonight. Happy birthday, Rocky. And boy, is it a happy birthday. If things go on like this, Claire, we'll be in Havana in two months on our honeymoon. How about a little kiss, huh? Mm-hmm. It's a pleasure. Hmm. Mm. Thank you. Oh, who's coming tonight? Well, there's Tom and Louise, the Hunters, and Pomeroy. Oh, oh there's the doorbell now. Uh-huh. Wow. Well, I'll take your things, folks. What do you drink? Bourbon, Tom, Scotch, Martha. Well, Chief, how are you? Great, How's Pomeroy. Boy? Great. Have a drink, old boy. Uh, make it a long on the Scotch and short on the soda. Right, right, Joe. <laughs> Let's celebrate. Everything stays high. Not a thing to worry about. Oh, that must be Tad. I'll get it. Uh-oh. Do you see what I see, Pomeroy? Holy smokes. It's Paige. Mm, do you know what this means, Pomeroy? Oh, if he finds out you and Claire are engaged. Mm, if he finds out on the man from Hoboken. Oh, we're sunk, Chief. You'll be back in Midvale by tomorrow morning. The Conway School of Success is doomed. It was great while it lasted, but the end is in sight. You're right, boss. The end is in sight. Oh, wait a minute. We may be able to save it if we think fast. I've got it. We mustn't let anybody talk to him. You understand? Nobody. I get you, Chief. Oh, Mr. Conway. Happy birthday. Thanks. Don't you feel well, Mr. Conway? Sure, sure. Why? Well, you look kind of pale. Well, tell me, Mr. Conway, when are you and Claire getting... Say, ma- did you hear the one about the fellow in the lifesaver business? He made a mint. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Rocky, really, you're not at your best tonight. Say, Pomeroy, I can't get anything out of Conway here. Maybe you can tell me. When are these two little lovers... Come on, from- everybody, let's sing. Mammy little baby loves shortening, shortening. Mammy little baby loves shortening bread. Rocky, Mammy Rocky, little Rocky, cut it. What's the matter with you tonight? Who do you think you are, Nelson Eddy? Hmm. Mrs. Hunter is talking to you. Now listen. I'm sorry, Mrs. Hunter. What is it? Well, I suppose you think it's forward of me, but really all I want to know is when you and Claire are getting married. Is that all you want to know? Well, Mrs. Hunter, that's plenty. Well, this whole thing is a complete mystery to me. Well, it may be a mystery to you, but it's not a mystery to me, Mrs. Hunter. It's all very clear. Goodbye. Tad, Tad, where are you going? Back to Midvale, where I belong. People there don't go around hurting each other. At least in Midvale, a fellow knows where he stands. 
it's you. Ted, I've, I've got to talk to you. Well, I'm very busy now. I'm packing. Hey, what happened to you? Oh, oh, this black eye. Oh, that's a little souvenir I got from Claire. Well, gosh, that's terrible. If you think that's terrible, you should see my office. Claire did that to you? Why, well, I, I thought she was your girl. Was is right. Ted, she's, she's very much in love with you. She, she is? Mm-hmm. She is? Yeah. Well, well, gosh, give me my coat. Where are you going? I'm going to your office to see Claire. Well, you won't find her there. Well, did she leave town? No, no, I brought her alone. She's right outside the door. Come on in, Claire. Hello, Ted. Evelina. Uh, I mean, Claire. Oh, gee, you're wonderful. Yo! But, Ted, what's the matter? That's the second time I ever kissed a girl. As my great-uncle Daniel Webster Conway once said, this is the end, positively the end. Harold Lloyd again, thanking Bill Gargan, Tom Drake, and Janet Blair for a splendid performance tonight. By the way, Harold, what's on the bill for next Sunday night? It's the uh, RKO picture, A Lady Takes a Chance, starring Randolph Scott and Gene Tierney. I'll certainly be listening. So will I. Me too, Harold. Fine. Good night until next Sunday. See you then. The Magnificent Dope was presented through the courtesy of 20th Century Fox, producers of their 30th anniversary picture, A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. William Gargan is soon to be seen in the Paramount picture One Exciting Night. This is the National Broadcasting Company.